Hello everybody, this is Ladies at Brunch with AJ and SJ. Today we'll be discussing The Bachelor, Matt James season, season finale, and after the final rose. Hope you enjoy the show. So the show starts out with Matt meeting with his mom and brother. And he tells them about Michelle and Rachel and... His mom is just happy that he's happy. Mm-hmm. You can see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Michelle pulls up to meet Matt and his mom and brother. And Michelle, Michelle tells them that, you know, she's a teacher. And she talks about why she came on the show, you know, to be with Matt. So his brother pulls her to the side first. And he wants to get all up in her business. So he asks her, you know, when was her last relationship? And she said... It ended in January, and it should have ended a long time ago, but I'm shocked it was in Jan- it ended in January. Too. Me too. That was just, what, a couple of months yeah, ago? Yeah, that wasn't too long ago. No. But his his brother kind of just rolled it right on yeah, on. Uh-huh. And his brother said that, you know, Matt has been sheltered with relationships, but he can see that Matt is happy right now. So next, Matt's mom meets with Michelle, and she asked about Michelle's family uh, meeting Matt. And Michelle discussed that and how she thought that Matt was the one. And Matt's mom can see that Michelle, you know, has a cohesive family life. And she starts crying because she talks about how Matt gravitates towards, you know, friends who have um, families that are cohesive. And that's something that she couldn't offer to him. So she's proud of him. And Michelle shares that she's in love with Matt. So, you know, Matt's mom was happy to hear that. And she said she's honored that she was open and honest with her. And she thinks that Michelle is a sweetheart. So next, his mom meets with uh, Matt. And she shares how she likes Michelle. And Matt said that um, he would continue to lean on her for counsel. And she said she can see Michelle part of their family. So, to me, I do feel like they mix well. You know, it seemed like Matt's mom was okay with whoever he picks, really, mm-hmm. as long as he loves her and right. loves that person. Well, I noticed, too, how Michelle seemed so comfortable around them. She I, did. I thought she felt, you know. I think that was her teacher coming out, uh-huh. her teacher ways yeah. coming out there. Uh-huh. She seemed so at home with and, them. And I could see her being friends with the mom, really. Me, too. Um, but to me, I think that Matt doesn't love Michelle, but she fits. She's a good fit for his for his um his life. Yes. Um, and she's a teacher too. Yes. And I think he likes that. Right. He respects her for that. Right. So mm-hmm. I think he he doesn't love her, but she's a good fit for his life. Mm-hmm. But I think he loves Rachel, but she's not a good fit for his right. life. Right. Uh huh. So it's kind of yeah. tug and pull with this. Mm-hmm. So next, Rachel comes over to see his family. And his brother pulls Rachel first, and he asks her how many serious relationships has she been in. And she says she's been in really just two. And But she did say that she hasn't been truly in love with someone. She says that she believes Matt is her other half. And, you know, she can't breathe when she sees him. Then Matt talks to his mom, and she said that, you know, they have fun together, and how she cares, carries herself will shadow how she will handle uh, more important things. So, I don't know about that, what Matt talking about with that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah, he's saying that they have a good time, but how she carries herself with the little stuff will show how she'll do it with the more important things. But I don't know about that. But um, next, his mom meets with Rachel, 
and she tells uh, his mom that she's in awe of him and the feeling that they shared uh, throughout throughout their first date she knew that she would fall in love with him and you know God is very personal to her and when he prayed on the first day that's when she knew that that's where she was supposed to be and I remember that from the first night mm-hmm. when when he prayed she was one of the main ones that was real expressive over uh-huh. that she sure was and she was so happy that he had prayed yeah she uh-huh. was so she starts getting emotional. His mom does too. His mom is very emotional. Yes. She, <laughs> she was crying when they, when she met with Michelle too. Yes. So, you know, Rachel tells his mom that, you know, she's in love with him. So his mom was happy to hear that. So next, Matt sits down with his mom and brother. Rachel had left and they discuss everything. And he said he can see himself getting married to one of these girls. And his mom asked if love means I need to get engaged right now or I just want to see where this could go. She said feelings can come and go and love is not the end all be all. Now, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know. I thought to me, you know, when you love is a powerful word, Mm -hmm. it is. So, you know, when she said love can fade and it, well... I don't know if that's true. You know, I I don't know. And but you know, I know it's important to get advice from your parents, but she's kind of broken herself too, right? You know, from her past relationships. So, right. so she's going to have a different viewpoint right. how she feels about love. Exactly. And I don't know. Maybe he should talk to somebody that's been married right. for a long time. That, that would have been very helpful know, for him. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. No offense to the mother. Yeah, no offense to the mother. She looks at it a different way. Right. Uh But now Matt is confused. And his brother said, you know, he supports whatever Matt chooses to do, but just don't jump into this. And also the mother, like both the girls, like you said, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know. I felt that she had more of a connection with Michelle than she did Rachel. I, I picked that up too. Mm-hmm. But what I don't understand is, you know, when this season first started, Matt met with his mom. I thought they discussed him getting married at the end of this. I thought they did too. I don't know. Yeah, she was all for it. Yeah, but now that he actually has narrowed it down, now all of a sudden, oh, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't really like either girl. Maybe really. not. Maybe not. I don't know. Or maybe she didn't think that he was ready for marriage after she looked at the girls. Maybe she felt mm. like he's not as ready as I thought. Maybe. That could be the case. But Matt, Matt said that, you know, them saying that really took him to a dark place thinking about his dad. And now he doesn't know if he's ready for this. So next, Matt is still thinking about what he should do. And he decides to talk to Chris. And he tells Chris what his mom said about, you know, um, him not being ready and he doesn't know if he's ready to commit right now so to me I picked up that Chris was like oh boy here we go somebody's trying to back out or change this thing up so um he's like this ain't the guy I met you know a week ago and you know he was saying he was saying that Matt was saying that his wife was in this room and everything and Matt said he still feels that but his perspective has changed and Chris said, so your perspective has changed from what mom said? <laughs> he was kind of being a little shady with yeah, that when I mom, picked up. Yeah, I thought. And I said, wait a minute, Chris. He was being a little shady, uh-huh. but but from his standpoint, he's been through a lot with these bachelor and bachelorettes, especially these past couple of years. Yeah, you know, I don't think, 
I think it's been a problem ever since, you know, Claire left as quick as she did. I think Colton. Yeah, that too, when he jumped the fence. Actually, maybe Ari was the one that kind of broke this chain yeah. reaction of just uh-huh. people flaking out and doing <laughs> yeah. something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe Chris thought that Matt was going to say, I, I, I don't want to, I'm done. Yeah. I want to let both of these girls go home. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think he was afraid that that was going to happen too. Right. But Matt said, you know, he knows his mom is having his back with this. And, you know, he's scared of, of really not taking his time with this. And Chris asked, what are you saying? You know, do you not want to get engaged? And he said he doesn't know. He feels that he needs to have this conversation with them. So, at the final, final run. Oh, my goodness, he don't Matt. Know what he to don't know do. what, what to do. And like Chris said, he's been confident this whole time. So, this is different for him. So later, Matt spends time with Michelle on their on their last time before the proposal, and they're gonna have like a little sit down talk. But Matt takes it to a top of a building, and they're gonna have to walk down the building to actually sit down where they're supposed to. Yeah, this is this is the building that they were. Uh, the rest of those women were. At it first. was. Yeah, that was the same building. I don't Chateau. think so. I it was. Like, yeah, it was the same place. It was like a different place to me. Uh, yeah, well, from the back, yeah, it does like the same different place. But yeah, that's the same place. I don't. It was just in the back of it. <laughs> I don't really know for sure. <laughs> but I will say that if I was Michelle, I'd be like, I'm just gonna walk back down from where we came from. Like yes. I'm just not doing this. You're right. But he's coaching her, you know, as they go down the building. And they finally make it down there. Michelle did a great job. She did. She was, and, and even Matt said she was very graceful with it. And she was. But they finally sit down. And, you know, they talk about uh, Michelle meeting his family. She said she loved meeting them. And Matt said that they all had, a, all had great things to say about Michelle. And he really didn't have the heart to really tell her that he's not ready for marriage yet. Mm. So you're going to have to spill the beans later. Mm-hmm. So later that night, Matt goes to see Michelle at the hotel. And they talk about their date earlier. And then Michelle said that she came into this looking for a teammate. And it's crazy that she's sitting here and being with her teammate. And Matt is who she wants. And then she said she has something to give him. Like, here we go. Because... Jacob, I mean not Jacob. Uh, <laughs> Jason did the Jason. same thing. Sure did. Well, who was it with Becca? Sure did. That was another scene. Giving her something. It was a, like a scrapbook. Oh, it was re- very thoughtful. Here we go with this. Here we go. Never give them a gift. That's <laughs> that's number one. <laughs> but she gives him a jersey that says Mr. James on it, and it says World Changing Warriors, which is their team name. Then she pulled out her jersey that says Mrs. James. Oh, my goodness. And now Matt is looking sad. Yeah. Because he, he feels know. terrible. No, yeah. He know he can't go through with this. <sighs> he he has to let her know how he's feeling. And he tells her that he's having doubts. He said the early, the easiest thing is to tell her what she wants to hear. But... She said that she's not looking for that. She already sees what's coming. She's already starting to cry. Yeah. And she said she wants clarity and wants to know where he's coming from. And she and he said he doesn't think that he could get there with her. Oh. Now I thought you said you weren't ready for marriage. Not that you weren't ready, ready for to date to to be with Michelle. 
So, so that he kind of threw me for a loop. So he don't even want to date her? Right. And that threw me for a loop because that's not what he's been saying. He just mm-hmm. said he wasn't ready for marriage. But she starts crying and he does too. And then he goes out, outside and he said, you know, his objective wasn't to hurt Michelle. It was to be honest with her. And he doesn't know if saying goodbye to her was the right thing to do. And Chris comes outside to see Matt and Matt said he's not okay. And Chris said, you know, does part of him, you know, was part of him in love with her. And he said he loved her, but he wasn't in love with her. And he can't stand thinking about uh, what his mom said and the look on her face when she said that feelings fade. And he said he doesn't want to put Rachel through what his mom went through. So now we're only down to one. Oh, boy. <laughs> now we're only down to one. So the next day, they show Rachel getting ready for her date with Matt. And Chris shows up to the door. And he says that uh, he was with Matt last night. And he was emotional. And lost. And he needs some time. So her date is canceled. Mm-hmm. Here we go, Mr. Chris. Yeah. And you know what? I came to the conclusion, too, that Chris likes Rachel. Yeah, I believe so, too. <laughs> That's what I came up with. Because mm. his arm was all over the door and everything. Yeah. And he calls her Rach. He calls her Rach. Mm -hmm. He probably set up that day when she was getting all those fancy clothes and shoes. I think he likes Rachel. But now, you know, that her date is canceled, she's upset. And she doesn't understand because Matt has never shown any worry or confusion. So then then they show Matt and he's still confused. He doesn't know what to think or what to do. Then Neil shows up with the rings. (laughs) And he's asking too many questions. Yes, they they is, really put him to work. Yeah, he's not ready to give no ring. No, no but Neil's asking all these questions and he tells him that love is not easy and the commitment is not easy. And he said that they can look at rings if he wants to. And Matt said he never has been with rings like this before. And he's like, can I touch it? I'm like, really, Matt? Come on, man. You're <laughs> yeah. almost 30 years old. I, know who you I, touch I understand it. that you have never done this before, but... It's it's just rings, man. <laughs> Can I touch it? And he, he he don't even want to give a ring to nobody. Yeah, just just calm down just a little bit. But later, a letter shows up at Rachel's door with Matt, and he it's a letter from him. He's asking her to meet him at the lake. Send so the show Matt coming out of his ride with a suit on. So I'm assuming now it's, it's showtime. Mm-hmm. So this is where the engagement or whatever is, is, is happening right now. Um, and Chris comes out to talk to um, Matt. And Matt said he still has some uncertainty stepping into this. But he loves Rachel. And the more he says it, the more assured he is of it. Um, he keeps on saying to himself, is love enough? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would think. I would think. Yeah, if you're going to marry somebody, love would be enough. <laughs> right. Maybe you don't really love Rachel like that. Uh-huh. I just was saying, maybe he just in love with the fantasy of that. Yeah. Because he asked a lot of questions. I don't know. But finally, Rachel arrives and she tells him that, you know, she's pictured going into this a certain way. And yesterday happened and changed everything. And she said she hated the thought of him hurting and being confused and she wants to be there for him when he's hurting now 
when Rachel showed up, she had her her gown on. Beautiful they must gown. have told her what was going on. Uh-huh. That she was this was about to be the end all be all. She was decked out. She was decked out. And she said, you know, she's not going to run when it gets tough. And she said she never felt a love like this in her entire life. And Matt said he came to this journey to find love. And he found everything he was looking for in her. But he said he can't propose to her today. But it doesn't mean he doesn't want to lose her. And he wants to leave there with her and commit to her. And he said that he loves her. And... He sees her as his wife and mother of his kids. And he gives her the final rose. So there ain't no proposal. But he gives her the final rose. But how, how come it's no proposal when he said he could see her as a wife and his kids? <laughs> 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 He's still trying to figure it out. I guess. But in hindsight, it's a good thing that he didn't propose. Because now with the aftermath of everything with Rachel, it wouldn't have worked out anyway. No, it wouldn't. And we'll get into that next. So now it's time for After the Final Rose with Emmanuel as the host. And Michelle comes out, and she's looking very pretty with a black gown on. She was. Mm-hmm. And she talks to him about how she feels about uh, the situation of not being selected, mm-hmm. as she thought she was going to be. Uh, she said that, and she said that she just was just surprised about how it ended. And she definitely thought that he was the one and she didn't see it coming. Yeah, because she was in love with him. Mm-hmm. She was definitely in love with him. And she said she was really looking for closure with him. Because she felt like that's what she needed. But uh, she said she asked to speak with him. And she asked the producers, but it, uh, he didn't want to speak to her. That's some bull. He was outside crying. Yeah, so why didn't he want to speak with her? Why and do you he, think? But he, I don't think he... I don't know. Mm. Maybe he thought that she would try to change his mind about yeah, it. Maybe maybe, so. maybe Chris was involved with it because you know he loved Rachel anyway. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was involved with like, we we really can't do that right now. Yeah. We're tight on schedule, you know. Maybe it hurt too bad to meet with Michelle. Nah, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know either. Well, yeah, he, she felt hurt about it that he wouldn't talk with her, so... And then, you know, uh, Emmanuel talked to her about the situation, what's been going on in the social media with Rachel and the, the Annabellum theme party. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of things going on with that. And, uh, but Michelle was real cool. She didn't say much about that. She did say she felt hurt about, you know, what she saw. Mm-hmm. But she feels that Rachel had a good heart, and is. But there's a lot to learn from it. I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that too. And so then Emmanuel said, "Well, are you ready to meet Matt?" And and she said, "Well, I guess I am, and so, <laughs> <laughs> guess I have to be." And Matt comes out there, and uh, when he comes out and speaks with her, asks how how's everything, and she's saying everything's good, and she, she's still processing everything. But she mentions to him about she wanted closure from him and that she wanted to speak with him for about just three to five minutes, not to change his mind or anything, but just to get some closure in reference to them and what was going on with them. And uh, Matt, he just kind of looks at her and like he didn't know that she wanted the closure. But he did say he was sorry about it. Yeah, he did. 
And, you know, he doesn't really know why he didn't have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But he does care about, about I'm about to say about Tasha. <laughs> he does care about Michelle. Another season. <laughs> That's another season. Uh-huh. And I think she still cares for him, too. Yeah, he said he, if he could do it over again, he would have that conversation with her. Mm-hmm. But she did say that, um, you know, he taught her a lot and that he will always have a piece of her heart. Mm-hmm. And and he also needs to learn to not say that he she, she said to kiss with his eyes closed. She said yeah. that's one thing he has to learn and to stop saying all the time thanks for sharing. <laughs> Michelle's <laughs> feeling good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, she, and like I said before, she looks so pretty too. She did. Mm-hmm. So next, Emmanuel talks to Matt and he asked him how hard was it being the first black bachelor. And Matt said it was a lot. He said for some people. Um, that was the first time seeing someone like himself in their home. I didn't even think about that. But he started to feel like his presence represented the social injustice and everything that was going on during his time as The Bachelor. And he says he doesn't regret his time on there. It, you know, it was his first time that he was able to show emotion and really truly talked about how he felt to, um, a woman. He said that, uh, what made him say he loved Rachel was because of her authenticity. And immediately after The Bachelor, you know, it was like a honeymoon period for them. Everything was going great. And Emmanuel asked, asked him to take him through um, the moment that he saw the pictures resurface of Rachel. And Matt said, you know, he wanted to believe that he knew Rachel and he said before Rachel addressed anything he was trying to be there for her and dismiss the rumors and he really prayed that wasn't true and he found out that they are true and it makes you question everything you know he grew up in the south and he said when he spoke out that's when he could see uh, where actually when she spoke out that's when he could see you know where he was and he realized that he wasn't okay And he said it hit him that Rachel might not understand what it's like to be a black man in America. And he said that he has to take a step back and see how uh, she will put in that work. So they're not together right now. And he said if there is a lot of that that she she didn't understand in 2018, then that might be a lot that she doesn't even know about him. Now Rachel comes on the stage and she sits down with um, Emmanuel and he come, he starts talking right away about the allegations of the Alabellum, Antebellum party. Alabellum theme party. And um, he wants to know, you know, how's she doing? How's she holding up? And she says, been a lot, um, but she don't want to victimize herself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she, uh, she was the party, the theme party was definitely honoring the South. That's what it was, honoring the South before the war mm-hmm. with certain outfits that they were wearing, certain gowns and all that they were wearing. And so he said, when you look at the photo of yourself, you know, how you feel about that. And she said, I see someone looking uh, the, of, it's of ignorance, she's saying. Mm-hmm. And um, so he asked her, what does this photo represent? And um, she said that 
uh, it does represent ignorance. And, um, and he said, well, who do you blame for your ignorance? And she said, she don't have no excuse for that. Mm -hmm. She didn't blame anybody for it, really. I, I blame her upbringing. She said she won't go do that, but that's what I, I do. Yeah. You know, I think she said she was raised in the South. Mm-hmm. And I think so, too. Sometimes that's how they roll with it. Yeah. But I don't really know. She knows. In some areas. I don't think she really know how she is thanks the way she does. I it don't has think to she be. Knows. If you go to an antebellum party, it has to be because of upbringing who you around. Ain't no way around that. Mm-hmm. But she's saying there's Especially no Especially with your friends. And then here's the thing. She's with her friends with this. So it's mm -hmm. not that it's it's a problem with you. It's a problem with your inner circle, too. Mm -hmm. So of she course. got a lot of cleaning up of to course. do. And so she said, you know, people need to realize, you know, that, you know, you know, some people had talked to her and said that what they saw of the pictures were normal. That's mm -hmm. what they were used to in their environment that they're in. A lot of people wrote to her for that. And she said, well... She said, even though, you know, she said, people need to realize that <clears throat> it might be normal to some people, but it's still not right. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of surprised she said that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, uh, Emmanuel was talking about it as, you know, that it could be insensitive. Mm -hmm. um, it's a celebration, but it's insensitive the way it was carried out, this theme party. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and why did it take her so long to apologize to people of color? That's what he wanted to know. And, um, you know, she said she wanted to say the, the right words. And so he said... I think well, it was politics, uh -huh. to be honest. Her, her publicist or the, mm -hmm. the Bachelor franchise reaching out to her mm -hmm. about what she should really say here. That's mm -hmm. what I think it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was, too. I guess she didn't know really what to say. She had to get approval first right. on how to say it. Mm-hmm. And then he, so Emmanuel said, well, what steps um, are you going to take to be better now? You know, what are you going to do? And she mentions about educating herself and uh, nothing will change until you educate uh, yourself. Mm -hmm. That has to come into play. Right. So and she, and, and she said that. that she could give him a list, like what she watched and all this. And of course, she didn't really go into detail. I thought it was very kind of... Um, vague what she was really saying yeah i thought so too maybe she was nervous i don't know and you know it, you know when the photos came out she basically said that she just never thought that it was a problem mm -hmm. at all she just thought of she's looked at the photos as she was with her friends right so she didn't see no problem with at all with that part and the theme or anything like that and she did not think that it was going to be any trauma mm-hmm and then I can see that. Yeah. And then Emmanuel talked to her about, um, you know, her relationship with Matt and what happened with them. And she said that she was so confused, very confused and blindsided. blindsided. And she thought their relationship was very strong. Mm -hmm. She felt like she lost the love of her life and that she's sorry that she hurt him because she still love him. Mm-hmm. And now she, you know, being with him, she realized and know that that's what true love feels like. And and, I, and she was tearing up at this part. I noticed that she's more emotional over the fact that Matt broke up with her more than the actual situation at hand of why he broke up with you. Mm-hmm. That's what I pick up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I pick up, too. So now uh, Matt joins the stage with Rachel and Emmanuel. And they haven't seen each other since the breakup. So they look a little awkward to me. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they seem kind of far apart. 
looked kind of awkward. And so, um, you know, Rachel want to know how he feel. And, and, uh, she, she mentions, she, she mentions to Matt that she tried to put herself in his shoes. Now, I don't know how she did that, putting herself in his shoes, but I guess, I guess <laughs> she's, she's trying to figure it I out. I don't know. Uh -huh. And that, you know, she realized that she hurt him and that he must be hurt and that she's sorry that she hurt him. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She's, I, like I said, it just seemed like she she's more upset with um, him breaking up with her more than what she actually did mm -hmm. for for that caused him to break up with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she said she was sorry for not understanding that initially. And, and maybe when he was sticking by her at first, maybe she thought that it wasn't really that bad as she, as people were playing it out to be. But once he broke up, then she was like, man, this is bad. Mm -hmm. Worse than I thought it was. Uh-huh. I guess she didn't realize it was going to hurt him that much. Right. But what was so telling was that Matt didn't say anything. No, he didn't. And he... what, what I noticed is that he now has a wall up because mm -hmm. like he said, this, before this show, he never really spoke about his emotions to somebody or said that he loved somebody. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot for him to do all this. And now for this to happen, I don't know if he'll ever be be able to, you know, be able to share those feelings again like he did. It's yeah, going to take I, a lot of time. Yeah, I think I think it's going to take him a long time to let his walls down and like and love somebody again. Right. So, you know, the question was asked, you know, how, how hard is this on you? I think that's what Manuel asked next. Mm -hmm. And he said, it's heartbreaking, it's devastating and disappointing. And and um, Matt looks so mad and he just looks like he's destroyed. Yeah. And he sits there for a good, I'd say, three to five minutes saying nothing. Nothing. Just it, was, it was just a lot space. to process. It's a lot to process. And I think that he was in love with someone like like Rachel, but yet she was. But he thought she was somebody else. And right. Come to find out, he was in love with someone that somebody that he thought was somebody else. Exactly. And then they even come back from break, and he's still quiet. Yeah, he just sitting right there looking, he, like he didn't hear anything, just sitting there, trying to get his thoughts together. So Emmanuel says to him, <coughs> "Just be honest. Mm -hmm. Just come out and be honest on how you feel." And finally, Matt starts talking. And he just said, you know... He, was, he, he took Rachel's hand with this. She did. And he said he was just... It was it was very disappointing for him. And then that's when he let his hand go. <laughs> let her hand go. <laughs> well, I didn't see that part. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, he, it was disappointing for him. And, and, you know, I think he said basically what he saw was pro problematic. Problematic. Problematic mm -hmm. for him was trying to explain... Why he was upset? Or right. why he was upset? And that would have been a problem for me. I yeah, think, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, he 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 said question their relationship for him. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That she doesn't really fully understand his blackness and what that would mean for their kids. Exactly. I forgot about their future kids. Oh, I did too. And then he said he didn't sign up to really have this conversation. Right. This conversation is through him for a loop. And so he felt, he feels like she just needs to step back. He needs, he needs to step back. He needs to step back and she and needs let, to step and back. And let her do her work. Exactly. On her right. own. Mm, on her own. 
And he said he really doesn't want to feel, you know, emotionally responsible for her tears. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a heavy hitter. I did too. He just wants her to do her work. and But my thing is, is how will you know when her work will be done? <laughs> that type of thing is never done. Right. How, right. how how will he determine that? I think he's saying that to to make her feel good. But in all honesty, he knows that he, it's, ne- it's never going to be the same between them. Mm-hmm. Even after she's done all her work, it's never going to be the same. And the thing about it is... Um, if she don't reach out to somebody and maybe have questions answered or to do the work, she might not know she need to do the work or right. she might not know how to reach out to do the work. So mm-hmm. how do you know to do the work if you don't know who to reach out to to do the work? Right. Or where to even start with it. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot that has to be break, broken down. Like I said, this is not just a reading a couple books this is a lifetime type of thing exactly you know especially mm-hmm. if you want to have kids with him but i really think that it's done mm-hmm. i do too i do i think it's done and with, yeah and with all that said and done he said that's why they broke up he mm-hmm. mentioned that's is all this and more is why we they had they had broken up but she said that you know um from day one she always wanted him to be happy and she wants what's best for him, you know, even if this is their last time communicating. And she's sorry about everything. And even, Emmanuel asked her if they wanted to share a final embrace. And <laughs> Matt wasn't even looking at her at all, really. Mm-hmm. No. And um, he said he doesn't know if, you know, it will ever not hurt hearing those things. So it, it's disapp- I feel sorry for Matt. He went through this whole process for this to be the ending that has to suck. Um, Rachel, it sucks for her too because mm-hmm. she thought that she had had it in the bag with him. And I do feel like she has love for Matt, but they just it's it's. I think what Matt is is thinking is you know you saying you love me but not really. Like if you mm-hmm. go in, if you went to an antebellum a party and then you asking me why am I hurt by this. You don't really love me at all. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Uh-huh. Which because she don't really see. Because she, I think she even <clears> said <throat> earlier that she didn't see the connection. Right. You know, and I don't know why she couldn't, but she couldn't see the connection of how that would hurt him. And right. I, I think that's yeah. what hurt him the most mm-hmm. is that he had to explain why he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just all messed up. But they tried to lighten up the mood by announcing that Katie and Michelle will have their own season of The Bachelorette. Yes, and they uh, they uh, were on Matt James' season, both of them. Right. And so uh, uh, it looks like what they're going to do is Michelle's going to be on in the fall of this year. I thought it was Katie in the fall. No, Katie, they say, going to be in the summer. Okay. Katie's going to be in the summer. I'm confused now. Yeah, and Michelle's going to be in the fall. So Oof. where's The Bachelor? I guess The Bachelor, no more Bachelor right now. Oh boy! It's gonna be two bachelorettes <laughs> back to back. Oh, this because of what Matt did or did or didn't do. <laughs> he didn't, and that's what sucks is that Matt didn't do anything wrong. No, he didn't. <laughs> but it all falls on him because it's his show, mm-hmm. his season. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. But um, Chris will not be hosting it. Hosting the bachelorette is gonna be Tasha. And Caitlyn, yeah. so that's going to be different too. Kate, that Tasia, she was on the bachelorette. 
mm-hmm. the last season. And both of them. And both of them were okay. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I'll watch it and see what's going on. But now I see why Michelle was so, you know, playing around when she was saw Matt tonight. When she was saying that, you know, he needs to kiss with his eyes closed and everything. She already knew she was going to go no, with the No, she already knew it. And she had about it, <laughs> Right. So she was and, just. And, and to Katie, too. Yeah. So she was just saying what she wanted to say with that. But this has been a long season. Yes. From Queen Victoria to doggone antebellum doggone parties. <laughs> this has been a long, one long season. Thank you for listening to Ladies at Brunch with AJ and SJ. Hope you enjoy the show. Goodbye.